Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 388 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, on occasion, and today especially, by the pride of the 610 out of Easton, Pennsylvania, coming in at five foot two, a buck thirty-eight. Willie, Elizabeth Sailor. Willie, how are you? Wonderful. I'm wonderful. You spent some time um, in uh, in the Great Rocky Mountains. Course. Yeah, I did. Learned a lot too. Learned a little bit, actually, not a lot. Some, I, some I can talk. Was about it kind of like a lot about living, a little about love? It was. It was hotter than a uchi coochie out there. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I, was say, looking, really? I, was, I was looking for uh, some kind of song lyric that's where i went um yeah yeah okay 2020 we, i was out there talking about 2020 calendar and it's you know we said on the show a couple times it's it's odd and it's goofy and the open this year is in december and for next year everything's all messed up because the olympic um Trials is April 3rd and 4th, so that is they're making changes on what happens with the trials for cadets and juniors and everything else. Now, and the open the open in December is actually just senior open, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then um, I don't think this is a state secret. Uh, I think I can talk about this. Uh, we'll find out soon have- after the show. We're going to have – yeah, yeah, right? I'm going to text in three seconds. Uh, cadets and junior – cadets are going to be in Vegas as well. Hmm. So they're making some they're making some changes. Northwest regions are not going to be there anymore, or the western region is not going to be there anymore in Vegas. But cadets are – the cadets that wrestle in Akron are. Um, so a lot of moving parts and uh, trying to figure out the calendar. A lot of people – you know, the people on message boards um, – saying well why the heck are the trials 
why the heck are the Olympic trials two weeks after NCAAs? That's not a lot of time, and they didn't take enough consideration into the college athletes. And But the reason that it has to be, the reason that the, the Olympic trials have to be that early is because the there was only one Olympic Games qualifier this year. Uh, in, in 2016, there was three of them. Um, this year there's one, so we need we need our best guys. If we don't qualify a weight in Kazakhstan this year or in other in other manner or at Pan Ams, we need our best guy to go and qualify the weight. So and how uh, soon after trials, Olympic trials is the last chance qualifier? Less. It than is a month. May May first. So okay. tell me when we're supposed to have trials. Other than that. Another week later for NCA guys, and then you're you're really yep. that's a quick turnaround. And where are they? I mean, last time it was in Mongolia, Sofia, Bulgaria. Yeah, so not yep. not close. It pisses me off that we even have to consider the college wrestling. Like that's not how sports work. The professional is set separate from the college, and the professional takes precedence. But well, in our stupid country, the NCAA is king, <clears throat> and so it has to be that way. Because we need those young those young guys to be able to compete. I don't think it's because NCAA is king. It's just it's I, just how the count. I mean, what should they completely change the NCAA calendars to bump it forward? A no, couple? I'm just saying it, it like it shouldn't matter. Like we it should be the the well lucky the, the for professional us. in the senior level should take precedence. But because of how good our young guys are, it has to be. And NCAA absolutely is king because it's the most popular. It's way more popular than senior yeah, level. No one's denying well, I, that. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's why that's why it's based around that because they're not gonna interfere with NCAA's. Whereas, yeah, it's, they, it's whereas a, it, in a perfect or my perfect world, they w- it wouldn't matter. So you're saying it, ideally they would have the trials in March or something like that? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not that it's not that April in and of itself is bad. It's that I know that they have to work it around NCAA's, and I don't like that they have to do that. Like it could be in January, it could be in February, it could be March. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just that so they have to work around NCAAs. A couple days, a couple into that topic as well. A couple days before I went out to Colorado Springs, I was talking to uh, Rich Bender on the phone, and this also isn't a state secret, but there's there's like this panel. There's like this panel, and they don't have any power, but they're not they, like they don't have any power. They just make recommendations, right? Um, and Debbie Yow's on it. I mean, there's some I want to be on this people. panel. I have a lot of recommendations for the NCAA while we're at it. All right. Well, you're going to love this one. Um, <laughs> the topic of – I'm pretty sure John Smith might be involved. I don't know. There, there's important people on this panel. But they are – I, I think they're advocating for a one semester sport. Hmm. And I said to Rich, I said, well, it better not be second semester. They better do it first semester. It would be. It's 100% they're looking at it being second semester. It's second semester. They're yeah. they're going to advocate for it to be second semester. And I think I think mostly because football. Um, also basketball. But I don't. Well, basketball. No, basketball don't matter. Well, I mean, well, basketball. Wait. I'm only saying that because, like, just media thoughts and just like spotlight. I think 
When we're not going up against March Madness, it would be better. I don't think. Yeah, yeah that's what I, that's what I'm saying. But they're they want it to be a second semester. Yeah, I know. So now our our championships will be well after yeah, March be Madness. Yeah, at the same time, be after. Oh, oh, could be after. Yeah. Well, it would have to be. Uh, they're not going to do the season in two and a half months. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. But, of course um, not. No, they're not going to. That right. would That's, really that would really stink for our, our senior circuit. Yeah. It, yes, it would be awful. That will be really really bad. Um, I hate it, and I I. I don't know. I don't to, think football and basketball is who we should be concerning ourselves with. Yeah, I but I mean that's not the I don't that's not why they're making the decision. The the reason they want to do it is because it's it is insane the like course load and the things they have to do in two semesters and insane. exams. It's it's out of control. I mean, how many times we're, we're hearing about who was it? Was it Rivera saying he's like studying for like all these crazy exams, all these smart kids doing all this not like during NCAAs. They have like tests and whatnot. It's like in the middle of it, it's just not. It's well. I think it's a straight academic consideration more than anything. But it is, it is a big academics is almost. It's a huge part of it, and and load is a huge part of it. I mean, wrestling they start practicing in what? I mean, they don't really stop, but October um, or September is like preseason. Well, hold hold on, yeah. hold on. Get, get back to the one semester thing. Okay, so if it came one semester, it would basically be for the entire semester. And so instead of having midterms during NCAAs, you would have finals during NCAAs, which is even worse. Maybe, yeah. It could be late June. Because, like, I mean, the College World Series goes... Just finished last night. Yeah, just finished. So, I mean, it's, what is it, mid-June? Early May, you're done with school. Yeah, I don't know. You could actually be out of school for conferences and NCAAs. Yeah, I mean, imagine imagine trying to negotiate... (laughs) I mean, for the athletes and for USA Wrestling, imagine trying to negotiate trials, a trials process then mm-hmm. under that circumstance. Yeah, I think you'll have to, I think we'll see more, I don't know. I mean, and to be fair, we can move back our process a little bit, right? We can, we get our team a little, a little early. So maybe it can be moved around a couple weeks or something. Um, I mean, we're gonna have our team, Theoretically, we would have had our entire team June fifteenth, right? And worlds aren't until mid to late September. So that September is September fifteenth. September fifteenth. So, so mid September. Three months early. Three months early. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time, right? So you know, if they move it back to if they move trials back to July, right? I think that would be okay. And maybe there's like an open situation in June or May for for USA wrestling. And again, like. Senior levels should just take precedence over everything. Like that—that's my personal thing. Like the professionals are the most important. But for USA Wrestling, then there's okay. Well, what do we do with Fargo? What do we do with <coughs> Junior and Cadet Duels? What do we do with Akron? Like so, all these other like lower level things that the calendar set. They would also have to move all those around. But like that's 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 yeah, what's going to need to happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But that's my point. Junior Senior level should take precedence. Could be in August for, for all I care, right? I mean, who yeah. cares when they are? They um, they can make they can make it work is my thought. It'll just be a be completely different calendar. It'll be very different, but it can it can be done. Speaking of trials, um, Kyle Diggs Kyle Diggs wrestling according to Pat Downey well, wrestling yeah. in the room. 
I mean, what? Gabe Dean tweeted like a month yeah. ago that he was basically getting destroyed by Kyle. So, yeah. Um, I I think that's why the Oklahoma State contingent is like, why do we have to wait so long? Right. He's clearly wrestling. Just follow Twitter. Like, guys who make decisions on when wrestling should happen, just just get a Twitter account. Because it's very clear that Kyle Dake is actively training in wrestling, at least somewhat hard. Um, and yeah. I don't blame Dake for trying to Which, extend yeah. it as much as he can. I don't fault yeah. him for Which, that. On, but. on one hand, on one hand, it's like, uh, hey, why does Kyle want to wait till last? Why is he saying August 17th and getting a doctor's note? And he's obviously wrestling really hard right now. On the other hand, you should probably wrestle really hard right now before you wrestle off. So, you know, you probably shouldn't. This probably shouldn't be your warm up. Well, yeah. Let's see how it goes. As long as Jeremy Sweeney and Furman aren't around, I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with all this training. Okay. Uh, do we want to go? You guys, um, we'll see. Now that it's crunch time, we'll see if you keep the same energy. But a lot of, a lot of Michich chatter from Willie Saylor uh, and, uh, well, was, and Wrestling Nomad. Hitting me with I a, was just. Hitting me with a take that, like I don't think Michich is good. That's the whole it's point. It's not about right? you thinking Michich is good. It's that I don't well, believe. Well. I, I don't believe. This is my point. This is my point. You vehemently disagree with the general the, the general transfer market as uh-huh. it is now, right? In terms of you believe that you should wrestle for the country you were born in with probably some extenuating circumstances allowed. And so because of that, mm-hmm. I would have a hard time believing that you would want anyone to have success doing that because it could set a precedent that they that more people would then do it and so therefore because it goes against your ethical moral whatever you want to call it belief of what international olympic sports should look like that i don't believe you're rooting for him you would be wrong um one what it does is i mean first of all i i don't think people will see Michich get a medal at worlds and then think wow i could do that i think they'll see i think what they're seeing is what has already happened they're defecting and they're on the team and they're at worlds period that is the thing that is the thing i don't like that is my issue these guys are on the team automatically they are finding ways to get on the world championships circumventing the the usa process and they are americans right he won a junior world bronze medal for the united states of america that's my point and and so i mean the implication that i would root for an Azerbaijani over St- Stefan Micic or anyone else. I mean, certainly, I like Stefan Micic, and that's what I've said every single time we've talked about this. I like all these guys, love Michigan. They're all great, right? It's the, it's the whole, it's the precedent that it sets, and um, so no, I'm not rooting against him. And the entire point of it, and why I'm getting fired up about it, why I've been fired up about it, is because Stefan Micic is so good. And I watch him beat, literally, our rep, Kind of soundly two times. Yeah, it was 2015, but it happened. Our rep is Dayton Fix. He beat him in the two out of three. Oh, you're talking, okay. You're talking. Um, oh, I was like, didn't wrestle this year. Right. Yeah, yeah. So for for that reason, I'm like, this is not good. This is not good for USA, which is who I root for. But if if it can be Dayton and Stefan in the finals and Dayton beats him, 
that that's that's best case scenario. Or if he if Stefan knocks out the Russian, that's great. Or really anything that doesn't hurt America, I want Stefan or any of these guys to have the maximum success because they're still Americans. And I root for them. Otherwise, but but it's, it's really separate from that. Um, so you tried to dunk on me, reverse dunk. Uh, because dunk, I wanted to hear dunk. you say, well, I've literally said I this. Wa- you haven't. You haven't. You're you're. Uh, because we never, we never actually got into it. Well, okay, I'm saying it now. All I, right, I there would you not, go. I would never root against him other than against Americans or if it hurt America if he won. Um, okay, so on that part, we are on the same page. Great. And Willie, will you keep uh, the same I'm, energy now that it's crunch time? <laughs> I, I just wanted to stir the pot. I just wanted to mess with you, get you talking. Well, I think I Stefan's you, good. I Yeah, I know you think Stefan's good, and I know you like Stefan, and I know you're not – I know you're not anti whoever makes a team. If Dominic Abinader makes a team for somewhere else, or uh, I don't know if Pico makes a team for somewhere else, I know you're not rooting against him. I know you're hoping that he does good as long as it doesn't hurt America. I know that. I was just on Twitter. I was just doing Twitter things. All right, chose a very poor nickname for bastardization of his nickname. Yeah, sickle cell. Yeah, I deleted. Yeah, I deleted that. Like, the actual name is good. You don't need to modify the nickname. Yeah, it's Serbian Sickle. He's it's like, a great nickname. You know what? Let's throw in – let's, let's get a little anemia in there. Yeah. What's uh, – what is – what is – where does the sickle come from? Is that on there? Like, what is that? Oh, so this is funny. They – um, Leah Howard, the SID at, at Michigan, I think she came up with it. They were, like, asking for nicknames for something. Sure. Some kind of thing, like the all – I don't even know what it was. And they just, she just like kind of jokingly kind of came up with it, or maybe Stefan did, but they were just, it wasn't even that serious, and this definitely was not his nickname at all. So they just came up <laughs> no. with it. Like, it's a very new nickname. So, yeah. It's great, though. No, it's great. Big fan. Serbian Sickle. Yeah, Howard's yeah. good. She's, She's good great. She Michigan's great. They were. You know, one thing I was thinking about, I'm sorry, Nomad. Yeah, one thing I was thinking about, like, obviously, Michigan, all class, Coach Bormat and company. Michigan men. Michigan men through and through. The epitome mm-hmm. of class and sophistication. But think about, okay, these OTC camps. You Have you been to any? I have not, actually. You've never been to one? No. Not even as an athlete? No. Okay. All right, well. I got close. Yay. I got fourth in the ladder one year, but it's top three, <sighs> and yeah. Well, first of all, they, they are basically the coolest thing you can go to. Yeah. It, it is mm-hmm. so awesome. Everyone's there, and they all practice against each other. It's like... I saw Yanni go with Reese and Dayton one time. It was it was insane. Anyway, and they uh, and they like some of the top teams. You know the, the USA Wrestling asked for like bodies, you know, to work out. So some of the top teams will bring like Nebraska brings you know, a whole I, team. Mm-hmm. No, Nebraska will have like eight guys. Matter of fact, when I was in Nebraska, they got an email said, you know, we got eight spots for you. Who who can you bring? Um, one year I was there, Ohio State's like whole thing was there. Uh, you know, half their team, well, the whole team was there. Um, so it's like, it's like a party, right? For, for a wrestling fan, everywhere you look, it's crazy. So, so my point was, d- different situation, maybe not Michigan, but you've got a college coach that has a guy on the team that's at the camp, that would have their athletes at the camp, but what if they've got a guy on the world team for some other nation, mm-hmm. and they're there. Would we let a Russian coach just come and spend a week at our national team training camp? So meaning, like, a few years ago, Bormet was – Coach Bormet was the world team coach. Mm-hmm. 
So meaning like um he's pulling double duty. Now to to A double agent? Yeah. To to <laughs> Let's call them double agents. To curve that slightly, theoretically the CKWC coach, the Cliff King Wrestling Co coach is uh Bell Glasoff, he's the one that's over in Euros with him. However, I understand your point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Sergey, that's why I'm like not even really wanting to use Michigan as an example, but this could happen at other schools. Well, Penn, how about uh, Penn State? Penn State, sure. right? So they have Franklin Gomez. They have Bexad training there. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. they also have Zane on the team. They have Zane on the team, and so it's like you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting situation. Would you want, mm-hmm. you know, and our guy rolls an ankle. Our guy does it. I mean, it's just stuff you would never want an opposing coach or the opposition to see. You could theoretically see, and these coaches should be at the Olympic Training mm-hmm. Center at our camp. Yet, I'm just saying, maybe maybe this only bothers me. Maybe I am the only one that sees a slight conflict here. Now that, okay, so that is probably the most interesting point in terms of – so here's the thing. CP and I are never going to agree on the like, international transfer thing because we look at like Olympic sports differently, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just – that's just how it's going to be. However, the point of guys being in the room and seeing things that Tadiev or insert foreign coach here would not mm-hmm. see, that is an interesting wrinkle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing willing. Very good point. All right. Very good point from Christian. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, be there. I, have a lot of, I don't have a lot of, like, count to that no, other than, okay. like, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. But what do you – I mean, you know, you – you don't want – not that Kale would, but, I, I mean, we're not going to blame any coach for scouting while they're at the thing to benefit a non-American, but – Not going to accuse, uh, yeah. Right, like, Kale's going to see what Jordan Burrs is doing and could tell the backside camp, right? Or, yeah. Okay. Not, so, Euros happened. That's kind of why we're talking about this. <laughs> um, we did kind of bury that part. Yeah. So that's what happened. Stevan Micic made the finals, lost to um, Miroslanov, who beat Oguyev, the world champion. Very mm. interesting. So, that was a crap match. Uh, I didn't get to see it. But I know that Stefan lost in the final, but he had a really nice run. He beat um, the Atlee. Really good win for, for Stefan. Sidikov won. He pinned Demirtas. Did anyone see that semi? David Bray <laughs> of Flow Sports now. Big shout says that Sidikov should have lost his semi, but no one can find this match anywhere. <clears throat> okay, so really? after you said it, I yes. went and talked to him, and I realized that I had watched it. So Sidikov, right, defending world champ from Russia, wrestled Nurikov, classic, the Belarusian, and he was down 2-0 going into like about the final minute. Got a shot clock point. It was 2-1, and then I was watching him with Bader. I think they called it correctly. Okay. There was a two and two situation. Sidikov came out on top and then hit a leg lace. The way it was initially scored was um, points for Nurikov, reversal for Sidikov, leg lace. So two twos versus two one one. However, they reviewed it. I think they got it right because Sidikov planted him on his back. If I find it, I'll show it to you, and I think that you will agree that they called it correctly. Okay, good. Well, bad actually. I want. I want. Well, yeah, we I want, want Sidikov <laughs> to be shaken. He looked good. But I'm not like that's I'm not scary. freaking out that he pinned uh, Dimitros, who basically cradled himself. That w- uh, yeah, that was I'm not, I mean, it's just like it's just head near knee. How is your like radar not as like uh, Dimitros is awesome? Like he wins a lot of matches. Yeah, I He's don't a know. Medalist. You, I don't know how. 
I mean, the, the response... I guess I didn't see a ton of comments, but the comments that I did see were like... Uh, you know, Sidikov's still the guy. Wow. Wow, Sidikov's the guy. Uh, like, I, I don't think so. I mean... Well, he's still being... the champ. He's still... He has not lost since... Yeah, meaning what, Will? What, 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 like, what, what are you saying here? I'm not sure I follow. Well, did, I mean, didn't you didn't you tweet something like, "Man, that's he's amazing," or like, "I'm I'm extremely impressed with Sidikov." I like I haven't. I would say maybe, I am the I... most worried that I've been about a 74 kilo guy since Godoyev. Here's my thing: oh. like, se see, 70... that, see, I'm not there. No, I don't think he's as good as Godoyev personally, Pete Godoyev. Um, now. The way I view uh, Demirtas is just like gatekeeper medalist guy. Like he will wrestle for medals probably every year. He'll be in contention. Maybe he'll make a world final if the side is right. But like I view him as a rung below Chimizo. Even though he beat Chimizo, I know that. Chimizo, Sidikov, Burroughs. I think those are the big three. And then there's other guys that are good like Abdurakmanov. Uh, and and Demirtas, etc. So to see him beat him, it really the margin of victory doesn't. If he did like ten would him on five takedowns, I'd be like, all right, alarmed. But when it's a one takedown thing and you just cradle the guy or the guy cradles himself and you just take advantage of it, I don't, I don't freak out. But certainly he is awesome. He is excellent. He can and has beaten Burroughs. He has beaten Chimizo. He's the biggest threat to Burroughs winning his six. He has a little of that, like. From what I've seen, he has a little bit of that winner quality because I've seen him come back mm -hmm. a couple times now, and I've also just seen his progression. The, the the way I compared it was like, right, a guy in high school, he's like ranked eighth, and then he's like fourth or fifth in NCAAs, and then he peaks like when he's 25, 26 on the senior level, mm -hmm. right? So like he is peaking at the right time where, you know, the majority of Olympic medals are won between 24 and 27 years old, right? So like he is at the age that most people are at their peak age. And he is at his wrestling peak. Yeah, so it's like he's in a good time. No, he is. He is. He's at, he is excellent. He's going to be a problem. Um, and the winner quality is is an interesting observation too. Uh, okay, Spe quick quick segue here. Simple segue. Wada claims they have 100 strong Russian doping cases. Mm. Very interesting. So they've got like a bunch of lab results, and they're ready to. I think they're like processing the data right now, and so I would assume the byproduct of this will be some positive tests and potentially some bannings of athletes. But that's all we really know at this point. Shout out to someone on Twitter um, sent me that, and I really appreciated it. Um, I'll, I'll I'll retweet that so you can check it out too. But it came from the Moscow lab. Of course, you remember back in the. We had those emails and everything. I think from that, that were released, mm. and, and wrestling was implicated as one of the um, the teams that use it. Of course, it's track and field that's the biggest abusers of of performance enhancing drugs. But it would stand to reason that it, it, it certainly wrestlers being involved in here would not be a surprise at all. It, now, the thing to well, remember with this is the the um, samples or whatever are only up to including 2015. Oh. So it wouldn't be... Anyone current? I so mean, maybe Sajulayev, like, yeah. when he was young, which obviously would still tarnish. But a lot of the guys that are currently going yeah, are not going to be the ones Yeah, like Sidikov's not. Like Gadisov could be one. 
That would yeah. be impacted, right? <clears throat> that would not surprise me. He was definitely all natural. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me started with the freaking Russian thing. It's a joke. I mean, the thing the thing about it, too, is that it's, st- it's state-sponsored, right? The whole thing is state-sponsored. It is a system. The government dopes their athletes mm-hmm. and then finds ways to cover it up. It's not like... It's not like everybody was independent. It's not like people were rogue, right? It's not like once in a while in the United States or other countries where somebody pops for some kind of substance that they were taking in their camp. Um, It's not like that. It's that the Russian government was doping their athletes systematically, right? And so, you know, they, they go through this thing with 2016. And then, I don't know, five minutes later, everybody says, yeah, they're, they're clear. The, the officials go, they're clear. Yeah, we're going to let it back in. Let it back in. Um, which is, I mean. And then they banned everyone stupid. that had a previously failed test, which was so stupid. Because Lebedev didn't, mm. Lebedev didn't end up going, right? No, he was their guy. And then they. I know he was their guy, but did he go? To the Olympics? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But the the real, real dumb one iteration. was they banned their – I want to get this correct. Paralympic, Paralympic team. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're like, you know what? That's, we'll give up that's the Paralympic. That's what you do? You know first what? of all – Let's call it fair. We'll give up the entire Paralympic team. First of all, <laughs> to be so obsessed Let's with call winning, it good. To be so obsessed that's with so, winning that you dope so your Paralympic athletes. How about you yeah. do a little stem cell research and get their spines working? I cannot yeah. fathom that. No, let's just get them on TRT. That blew my mind. Yeah, that was crazy. Russia is really <sighs> awesome, guys. <laughs> so, they're so cool. Okay. So that's that. NCA rules. I have it in here. Dang NCA rules. Um, only one rule. Other stuff's fine, right? The hair thing. Apparently, you can go like full meatloaf now. With it. there's no hair length restrictions. Oh, the, I was like meatloaf. The, what are you going with this? The musical star, not yeah, the, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. delicious. Yeah, uh, I was like, wait. I was like, I don't understand where this is going. They saw that. Anytime I say meatloaf, ex- assume I'm talking about the the singing legend. Okay. They saw that story in Jersey and were like, we ain't, we ain't. <laughs> We ain't never getting in no controversy. You can have hair down to your butt. Swing low, we, sweet we chariots. Want, <laughs> we yeah. don't want any part of any controversy. Yeah. So that's what happened. Um, so ha- hair can be infinitely long. Uh, we'll just call it the meatloaf clause for now until we come up with I, something better. The, you I can't wait till they have freaking Rapunzel wrestling. Trip it on her own hair. Uh, you can wear shorts now. Um, I don't know what kind of top, like, I don't know how the rash guard situation, if you, if you have to wear like a singlet and then shorts over it, over singlet. ah, that's going to be pretty lame looking. Edinburgh two years ago wore like compression tops and compression bottoms. And that's what I don't understand. Like you've been able to do this. That didn't get like banned between well, Edinburgh doing the it. the bottoms weren't like shorts. It was like compression okay. pants. So maybe it's like. I don't know. Short shorts. Yeah, but like now they're saying like the baggier stuff mm-hmm. is okay. Like Jinkos? Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you what? are 
Kyle's tan, isn't he? Did he? No. Did you lay what out when you, you were talking about? Wow, <laughs> Willie is not, not peaked. I guess is Willie what Willie is. is saying. I guess he is a little. There is a, a little reddish. I uh, think he laid out when he called Baton Rouge. <laughs> I played spike ball yesterday. Dang you, lucky buck! I didn't. Okay, back on topic. No, wait, no more pigmentation. Wait, discussion. hold on. So I have a question though about the the short rash guard, whatever. Good. Okay, so <laughs> as it currently stands, <laughs> as it currently stands. At NCAA's, and I believe just like at any tournament, everyone has to be wearing the same uniform, <clears throat> singlet at all times. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like when Minnesota used to do their gold singlet thing, they got points deducted, which is why J Rob's a badass because he'd be like, "Go ahead, take them away. We're winning by thirty, right?" Um, Did that so, ever happen though? Yes, they won by thirty. What? They, whatever. They like we was like we're winning by so much. It doesn't matter. Like oh, okay. the, take points away. Um, that's a Joe Dubuque story. Told me that. Anyway, so do do does this mean that now, like a one twenty five can wear the shorts, and then the you know thirty three can wear the regular singlet, and the forty one can wear you know a throwback singlet? Like, does, has that rule been loosened? I don't know. Or does everyone have to wear the shorts? I don't know. We'll find that's a out. stupid rule to begin with. It is right? a horribly like, stupid rule. Yeah. Look, hey, that Minnesota guy's wearing. Gold and that Minnesota guy's wearing maroon. We cannot have this. We we can't have this chaos. Hmm. That's why I'm asking about it. Question about the long hair. Yes. You know how in the NFL, if you have hair coming out of your helmet, it is part of the uniform. Mm -hmm. Is this part of the uniform? That would be a really good single leg setup. So like, but well, no, I'm thinking saying the hair is like, is the hair uh, is grabbing the hair a single grab? Well, I'm it's, just it's part asking, of the are you going to be penalized? It's one or the other. Are you going to be penalized for grabbing the hair, or can you? Yeah. I'm sure you cannot, but... What if they like pull it up, but not out? <laughs> Watch, I think you can leave. <laughs> you were just setting that up the whole time. That was good. That Thanks. was good, Bracky. Um, okay, here's why I said dang NCAA rules. No more hair discussion. No more shorts. More to come there. Hands to the face. Everyone's like, this is the worst thing ever. You got to fix it. They're like, fine, we'll address it. But they didn't fix it. They just changed it, but it is no better. So what they did, rules for um, hands to the face Mm -hmm. is going from unnecessary roughness to an illegal hold. Okay? Now, here's what it says. Rules for illegal holds indicate that whenever possible, illegal holds should be prevented rather than called. Okay, stop right there. How do you prevent hands to the face? It's not a slow. It's not an arm bar that starts legal and then something happens and it's against the shoulder or whatever, right? It's an extended. It's a quick extension of the hand. It's not like someone starts at the at the shoulder and just like kind of crawls, crawls up. up there and there it is in the face. It's not what happens, right? It's like boom. You so you, so one. Oh, we can prevent it. No, you can't. It's gonna already be over, right? One. Um, it says this will provide ref- referees more flexibility to use verbal cues, issue formal warnings, and or stop the action as potentially dangerous before calling an illegal hold. So, are you te- what are you actually saying? It's not if I pop him in the face, you're gonna go potentially dangerous. It's like I don't. It's not potentially dangerous. It's ill. It's illegal. It, it makes no sense. Yeah. Are they gonna stop full Nelsons and call him potentially dangerous now? I hope so. Like think- that's like. How can you just stop a, an illegal hold and be like, hey, Well, because, stop. all right, here's, here's why. Here's how it actually makes sense. Not for this rule, not for hands to the face, but when it makes sense. So, like, 
if you've got a some sort of a turning hold or whatever or a single leg and it starts legal and it's about to go illegal or something they'll get in there and they'll put your hand on and just stop it right there before it would go out just to prevent injury right or mm-hmm. same thing with a shoulder and an arm bar it starts legal and then it gets not illegal. So they'll just stop it before it goes illegal. But you can't do that with hands to the face. They're going to stop yeah, the hand they, before it gets to the face. Are they going to like go um, secret service and just dive in front of of the Anthony Ashnault extended hand to, to, to preserve the face? It's not possible. You can't use a verbal cue to stop hands to the face. Who? Why am I not in these meetings to say this? Someone who is who is agreeing this who's like yeah if we just call it potentially dangerous you can't call it potentially dangerous and you can't say okay we'll we'll just use the potentially dangerous as like the warning mechanism it can't work like that it's not how illegal holds work you can't say the first one's potentially dangerous the second one is illegal like that it just can't work the nothing's changed nothing should have changed really if they're, if they're calling it the same Okay, if you go hands to the face, it is a point, it is an illegal hold. I think this is uh, this is the Rexbeck lobby getting its grubby hands. Are they? Yeah. Are, is this committee in the in the pocket of Big Rexbeck? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Big Vision. All right, that's a that's pretty woke because I didn't see one pair of Rexbecks the last couple of years, so they are I really seen holding Rexbeck out for a bit. John, John Trench. Yeah. So, uh, I I think it's going to be fascinating. Although, fascinating, like, terribly fascinating. Yeah, car, it's a car crash. Fascinatingly terrible. Yes. It's a car crash. Car like crash. like we said last year, when, well, like we say every year when these rules come out, we're like, like okay. This will wait, happen. Let's see, what, let's see what happens here. So, once again, we're going to, there, there's, they made the rule even more vague. Mm. And, uh, you know, last year at least was like, that's a dumb rule. And it's going to, it's going to cause terrible moments in wrestling. And it did. But at least you knew there was like a black and white line. If you put your hand on its face, it's going to be a point. <laughs> now, now it's like it's it's gray. Well, who knows what they call? Well, here's what's going to happen. One ref will call potentially dangerous for a clear hands to the face, and the next guy's just going to go straight point because maybe that guy – I mean, it's just – it's so – the, the officiating, when you talk to these refs, they're like, well, my thing, my interpretation is this. Well, this interpretation is that. Now you just made it more crazy, right? Because before, it was straight black and white. It's an it's unnecessary roughness. It's a point. Now they're like, well, we could call it potentially dangerous, or we can try to prevent it, or it's a point. I, I don't know. It's crazy. My question is, sorry. Yeah. I can't, hold on. Like- I have an inquiry, Willie. Unnecessary roughness. If I get hurt with unnecessary roughness, I can – say i can't continue right okay so that doesn't change because we never saw this but can you imagine you could say mm-hmm. all right hands to the face i can't continue i just can't too My much God. facial trauma you could um, do that couldn't you you could really but you could do it before really? also that's what i'm saying i never i never realized that i'm surprised people didn't flop like Okay. Steph, Cur- Steph Curry. Yeah. Thankfully, wrestling wrestling people are not really like that. But you could do it. You could definitely do it. Um. Really? Why? I should it be maybe? Should it be maybe like stalling calls, like one hand to the face warning, second hands to the face point, or second hands to the face warning, like third is a point or something? I mean, I, I agree that hands to the face needs to be. St- 
subdued. I, mm-hmm. I it can't, you know, you can't just Heisman Trophy guys in the in the face the whole match. But in the course of a combat sport, it's going to happen. And so you do it once, hey, chill out. You do it twice, come on, this is your last warning. You do it three times, you're giving up a point. Man, three, that's very charitable. I mean, if you do it twice. Or, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what I mean. So, you know the classic thing you see in, like, so many wrestling matches where they get really physical? There's, like, that one part where, like, one guy will do a hard club, the other guy will come with a hard club, and then the ref will just get in and be like, guys, all right, relax. It should be like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they messed this up. The biggest news out of this is, first of all, the biggest news is that the Committee on Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports, a.k.a. CSMAS, <laughs> is how it was shortened. Um, Much shorter. CSMAS is a weird name. Anyway, the big, no, big news is that video review challenges medical forfeits and wanes. Nothing changed. So guys are going to forfeit out of conference tournaments again. And video review will still be crazy, and wins will still be the same. Sweet. So nice. The big things that I, I mean, so, hands so to the face was not... like big this year, but I don't, I still don't think it's that big. Video review, medical forfeits, much more broad impacts to me. Than are you saying? Face. Are you saying? Um, first of all, what weigh-ins? Why would they change? What, they what were going to we change an hour to two hours. Right. Okay. Um, and then video review, are you saying that they – because like a month ago, they proposed that video review at NCAAs be done up top by an independent uh, panel. Are you saying they, they yep. didn't – that was not approved? Correct. There, nice. were no, there were no changes confirmed to video review, and medical forfeits will not count as actual losses. So you're still reviewing your own wrong call. Awesome. So there's no bias there. Okay, cool. This is a very productive Also, meeting. no penalty for challenging and being wrong. Oh, Because okay. remember they proposed, like, getting a stall call if you're wrong. Yeah. And that's not a thing now. Okay. Now i got to look up who's on CSMAS. Yeah, who's on CSMAS? Who's on C-SPAN? C-SPAN 2 and CSMAS. Is that, like, the third one? All right. What other things? Um, oh, I know what time it is. Found it. He, we got C-Smash. who's on it. Hold on, who's on CSMAS? Wow, this is a very cut to this nomad. This is a very wow. Uh, wow. lengthy group of people here. Kim Terrell, Sean Arendt, no. Gabe Feldman. No. Don't read what? these names. Well, okay, I don't know who these, these, these no people. One, no, we don't no know who any, we literally none of okay, us know who any of these people are. Read, only read ones that you know. Then Order. I don't, don't know any of them. Okay, then don't read. Okay, them. does it fine. say like where Next they're from or what organization they're with? Yeah. Yes, it says you know it says their their school, it says their conference, it says their title. So there's no wrestlers on there. This is such a long list. We would he would still be reading it, guys. <laughs> He'd be Correct. like Kim Gruber, Niles Osborne, <laughs> Buddy Tevens, head football coach of Dartmouth College. <laughs> Buddy Tevens. All right. You think he's making rules for wrestling? That's he definitely awesome. knows. You know, let the hair go, boys. I That's say. what cracks me up about these committees: is people with representation that their school doesn't even have wrestling. They don't have wrestling. Got some dude from Dartmouth. They also have alcohol and other drugs counselor and educator Josh Ello from Swarthmore College representing Division Three in the Centennial Conference. So they got the Dare counselor in there, <laughs> <laughs> and he is on he is on the committee until <laughs> August of 2020. <laughs> Oh, that was my no. dare counselor in fifth grade. My fifth grade. Bracky's fifth grade dare counselor is like, let the hair go. That's what I say. 
I'll tell you what, the dare counselor. What do you think hands to the face should be? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Potentially dangerous. What I, could these people possibly know? How like? They're they're. I mean, I get it. Like, okay, there's a wide variety of sports and all this, but like, what do they do when swimming comes to them with a wow. recommendation? What do they do with them when baseball comes to them with a recommendation? And they just, oh yeah, I don't know. Looks like Vanessa on here is a sandwich artist at Subway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> five bucks. Five bucks. KB's fifth grade dare teacher is a is a Twitter account and like. Oh my gosh, Brad, Bracky's dare counselor. There's the handle. You got. It's a race now. The race is on. Who's gonna make the Bracky's dare counselor? Will it be done also, before the end of the show? Yeah. All of these... If you create it and ask a question, I will ask this question on questions with friends. <laughs> but the time is now. There are professors on this board. Okay. This is absurd. It's good. No, it's good. You just... Um, it's perfect. All right. Cease mass, let's go. I'm upset. To uh, your maybe favorite part of the week. It is Kyle Brackey's Alien Hour. Nice. Yes. Uh, so last week, Willie requested Aliens. And, um, yeah, baby. Although I did not appreciate his uh, attack on Twitter, I will call it. It was an attack. It, w it was not an attack. It was a suggestion. Okay. It was a hit piece. There's a there's a comment or a suggestions box that you're supposed to leave that stuff in, not on Twitter. <laughs> but anyways, so back in April, I reported on how Navy pilots can. There's a process now where they can report sightings that they see mm -hmm. um, where in the past there was not and they were often ostracized and punished almost for coming to their superiors with unidentified flying objects and, and stuff they encountered in the air well now that there is a process uh, US senators are now being briefed on what they are nice. finding and this should just go as more evidence for CP to believe that the U.S. senators are having confidential briefings on what the yeah, Navy dude. pilots are finding. So um, it says a group of U.S. senators, including the vice chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, received a classified briefing about a series of reported encounters by the U.S. Navy with unidentified aircraft. Hmm. So you don't think that if our senators are hearing these confidential briefings and there's now a process with this in the Navy that there is something out there? You don't think that? Well, it could be anything. I mean, what sort of technology is the enemy working on that we don't know what it is? We've got these crazy drone things. Who knows? Uh, first of all... So you think what they're seeing, what the Navy pilots are seeing are from other countries or our enemies? Could be. Or our country. You don't know. Oh, wow. We're on the cutting edge of technology. Do you know how much stuff we probably don't know about the technology we have that is just completely like kept out of the what what Willie that's a 100% fact there's there is stuff you, you could be in the military you could be a military pilot you could be a navy pilot air force pilot and not know the you know the stealth bomber that, who knows what the next thing is that we have what I just can't stop thinking about Kip 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 Dynamite <laughs> what did he say he said, yes, I love technology. <laughs> uh, no, Piles. There's aliens out there. There's aliens on our planet. 
and uh, they're seeing alien Whoa. stuff. The Whoa. senators well, they, aren't wasting time. And then, I mean, President Trump also got a briefing on it. So it's going all the way to the top. So here. I should just refresh his Twitter because he's not going to be able to keep this secret for long. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no hold on. way. Other than, well, although he still never released his tax return, so maybe he will. You know, he's kept that a secret. You know, Bill Clinton, Bill, Bill Clinton tried to get them all declassified. Yeah. And they wouldn't do it. Why wouldn't they do it, Piles? Because, well, who knows why? I mean, there's. I don't think it's. I'll tell you why. Because there's aliens. No, there's there's just technology out there that exists that we maybe are working on that we don't want the Chinese to find out about. Can we run back to Willie said there are aliens on the planet? Yeah, he did. I feel like Whoa. that was glossed over. There could be. No, I know, but like the aliens out it's there, not, there's, not there's a lot of planets, be, makes are. sense. But aliens on the planet's a little more pressing and interesting and concerning and. <laughs> and then the other thing I, I mean, want to talk about. Hold on, let Kyle go. The, the other thing I want to talk about is um, I know CP mentioned this, so I think you've watched it. The Bob Lazer thing uh-huh. on Netflix. I did. I haven't listened to him on Joe Rogan yet, but I want to. I, I've done both. Oh, you've done both. <laughs> okay. So what are your thoughts on him and what he claims? Uh, B- Bob Lazar to me is is very interesting because I find him very. I think I have a good, uh, I have good instincts in judging people, and like I think he seems pretty genuine, and like this has basically ruined his life in many ways. And he's like, I, you know, he's like, I don't like that I've emboldened. He he hates everything about it. He, this is not a guy seeking out fame. He seems to be a very, uh, what I would consider a stable genius, as a uh, our president would <laughs> describe himself. I would describe Bob Lazar as a stable genius. Very smart guy who. Um, made some mistakes and got busted showing his friends who now here's one thing that that I didn't like about that is they said on the Rogan show all these friends and Bob went out into the Nevada desert and like they know where the flight patterns are and Bob would show them he's like they fly on Wednesday nights at this time we'll go there but yep. so they did it like three times and the third time they like had a camper out there and all this stuff they were like reckless and got caught but they're like, all these people corroborate the story and saw the same thing, and they don't even get along anymore, and they're not even on speaking terms and all this stuff, but they all agree on one thing, but they saw this stuff. Can we get them on camera? Right. Can it not be the guy telling us that they said this? Like, you know what? Interview them. Put that on the record. Can we get someone to corroborate Bob's story, right? Because if it's true, and, and basically what Bob did, it's like he was given the alien technology, he was given them stuff, and he was supposed to reverse engineer and like work on it, and he's you know it was very amazing stuff. But like, I don't know. I just need more than one guy to believe. If, if well, there so are. Here's, more, here's my thought. Hold on, Willie. Hold on, Willie. If this got out like it did, if if everything played out exactly how Bob, how could this have only happened to one person? How could only one person come out with this information, uh, this intelligence? Because if the U.S. government does such a bad job of suppressing this. And keeping it a secret, it should just be common knowledge at this point. This one scientist is just walking around talking about it, going on interviews left and right. Um, I can't believe they haven't snuffed him out, which probably since he's gone on uh, radio and whatnot, that maybe that's protected him. But Did they do uh, DMT before he went on the show? I have no idea if he did drugs. I, I don't, he didn't seem like a recreational drug user. Yeah. No. What, what, Bob what Lazar has been doing this. Bob Lazar. Since late that 80s. story, he's done this for decades. Late His 80s. story's been out there, yeah. So, um, I don't. It's kind of odd to me that you know there's a Netflix documentary on him that just came out. 
and there's Joe Rogan stuff, and there's there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, it, his story's been out there forever. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's not enough for me. <clears throat> I, I I'm certainly. But the, not- there are. There are stories, though, Christian. It's like it's not just one person. There's it's it's tough to ascertain too because it's like that Bigfoot stuff. Like you go look at a Bigfoot video, it's a Bigfoot evidence. Uh, it's all junk. It's like you can watch twenty hours of Bigfoot stuff and, and spend a month looking at Bigfoot stuff, and you might find like one snippet of a video that's actually like, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, and the same thing with the alien stuff is that you watch all documentaries and shows and it's all just junk and speculation and no evidence. But once well, in a while you get is, you get like what? I was gonna say this is the same thing. It's just like <clears throat> No, you get there's there's other people. There's other there's been other military personnel and you find little facts that like they corroborate it too. Okay. Yeah, but again, I, I think CP's point is, so like, generally speaking, the greatest form of knowledge is passed down knowledge, right? Like, we know this to be fact because of the course of 10,000 years, this is what happens over and over and over and over and over again. So how how do more people, how do more generations of people not know from different parts of the world, uh, from different walks of life, uh, uh, What are you about talking this? about? What are you, t- watch Ancient Aliens, dude. It's every single every single culture. Why are you laughing? Every single culture since the beginning of time has aliens and flying objects and stories of flying objects. And they say they say ships and they say this. You had Nazca lines from ten thousand years ago. Uh, people, uh, civilizations making structures that can only be seen from space. And, how how does how does a civilization an ancient civilization in uh china and an ancient civilization in india have the same symbols hmm. i don't know <clears throat> ancient aliens all right if we need to get into kyle bracky do you have anything else to add no i just wanted to get the discussion going around bob lazar and uh the most recent update on aliens in our government all right well i will watch the bob lazar thing <clears throat> Bracky, I need you. I actually found the Rogan thing actually more. I learned more on that. There were more. I thought there were better details on that than the documentary, which is like kind of weird. It's like, why did you not put this in the documentary? You had all these people that saw it. Maybe throw those dudes in. All right, so I will listen to the Joe Rogan thing. Bracky, because Willie's on his Ancient Aliens kick. Can you do something on the Anunnaki for the next Alien Hour, please? Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. We don't. Don't normally take requests. Um, it's kind of outside the process. And as well, we I, mentioned, I, there is a suggestion box, but okay. He asked nicely. He did ask nicely. Well, here, how are you gonna? How you gonna? How you gonna make fun of ancient alien show? Me and the ancient alien show, which is all anthropological evidence. But it is then not Willie. Request, it is not ancient aliens that, is a load of crap. <laughs> oh wow! No, it is not. Yes, it how is. Gonna, yes, it and is, then Willie. You're gonna ask Give me, give me some evidence. And yet, but yet, the, here's the hypocrisy. You're going to ask for the Anunnaki, which they talk about all the time. Wow. We're not getting... Okay. <laughs> Willie, Ancient Aliens is, full, is a load of crap. Bracky, no, please, look, please look up uh, Anunnaki. I will put it in the suggestion box. Thank you. Isn't that a kind of sushi roll? <laughs> Pretty sure that's a sushi roll. I'm sure it is somewhere. 
Okay. Everything on Aiken Aliens is anthro. It, it, it's it's fact. I mean, you the, the speculation they go, you know, when they say, is that evidence of? I mean, you can say, yeah, they're they're being sensational, but there is. I mean, it's evidence. All right. Okay. We've it's got physical the, evidence. He's got the documents, just like Alex Jones. All right. Next, we have friends. They have questions. It's time for questions for friends. First question is from Sammy Brooks's mullet, which Jeez. Sammy Brooks doesn't have a mullet anymore. So this guy literally freed himself from the mullet, and the mullet is just walking around by itself. And but he's, he's very active. Very active. Solid, solid follow. When do you think Teasdale will announce his transfer destination? We all know he is in the Hawkeye Wrestling Club room right now, but not when. But when will he make things official with Hawks Wrestling? Um, so I don't know what the process. Is. Yeah, Gavin is in Iowa. I think he's staying with Iowa guys. I don't know if he's in school yet. I don't know if all that stuff is official, but certainly his intent, um, I would imagine, is to wrestle at Iowa at some point. Though I don't know how the transfer thing works. I don't know about like enrollment, etc. But I think ultimately, yeah, he'll be at Iowa. And yeah, everyone says he's doing awesome, which is great to hear. Obviously, last year was bad for Gavin and did not go well for him. Not just because he didn't wrestle and. Do stuff is. I think there was clearly other stuff going on. So all we want is uh, Gavin to be right and um, well. The want the, to see him on the mat doing the, well. The tricky thing there, <clears throat> right? So obviously, like for scholarship and money and all that stuff, like it does make sense for him to establish Iowa residency. That will definitely take at least a year. Some say it's two years, but with the running clock stuff, even with the way they're giving out extra years, he still can't just like probably wholesale take a year off. Like, he will probably still lose a year. You would think, but um, I'm not sure. I know it's a little different now with the way they're giving out extra years, so maybe not. Right. But I would – I don't know. I'd be careful with yeah, that. Yeah, but uh, here's my thing with it is that I keep getting – you know, Christian said it, he's doing great in the room, and I keep getting glowing reviews, and, I mean, you never know how, how – legit rumors are or information that gets passed to you but i mean he's apparently doing so well in the room that's like how do you keep this guy out of the lineup and i was very much all in for this run in 2020 and if he's the best option i don't think you i don't think you that, that the conversation in the iowa coaches room is going to be Look, let's see if he can let's sit him out so you know he can have four more years or you know get an extra year in 2024 or something. I mean, if he's the best option, I think they they start him. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think that'd be smart. Okay, next question from the Gravy Train. Not Nick Gravina though. I call Nick Gravina the Gravy Train. Maybe that's just me. Is there a Russian or international wrestler that can be compared with their international Compared, uh, sorry, this sentence is not quite right. International success that also dealt with domestic threats as consistently as JB in this era, i.e. beaten world champs. And how do they compare? It's it's funny because we always talk about the depth of Russia. Russia's so deep. They're so great. They're so this and that. But, like, the answer is really no. There hasn't been a guy in Russia or really anywhere that has kept off this many elite people right there have been russian weights where 
two really good guys and one guy wins and the other guy wins worlds and then maybe later the other guy wins worlds but there's never like one dude that is like no go away Beck Bulatov go away this guy go away that guy go away David Taylor go away Kyle Day but isn't that the point though is that they actually do not like that isn't that the point of depth that they actually do knock off that guy and, um, and they have great they have a greater variety like United no, States th- no that's not the point the question is has there been one guy that has in any country other than America, that has kept off the team so many good guys. I know. I know I'm, I'm not talking about their question. I'm talking about your well, comment about I'm, depth. Yeah. Like having a having a wide oh. variety of medalists is to me what would define depth. Well, um, yeah, but I, I don't see what, what's their weight that's like that seventy seventy four. I mean, they're really good there, but then I'm like, I just when 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 they're when you have a rotating cast of characters and you're still winning medals, that to me is what. Is what depth is, and Russia has that better than anyone. Yeah, perhaps I, I see what you're saying, but but no, they, there hasn't been Go ahead, a guy that held off. Anymore. Well, I mean, but what? Yeah, but one guy hasn't held held them off. If if Sargush held a spot for a decade, then you'd say, yeah, that's that's there's an there's a situation like Burroughs, but that hasn't been the case. And I think, yeah, um, when you talk about legacy. I think part of Jordan's legacy has to be not only what he did at the world level, but who he, who, what he did domestically. I mean, anytime we talk about an all-time NCAA list or an all-time, you know, uh, an all-time international wrestler, we, we always talk about um, what they achieved at NCAAs or what they achieved at uh, – what medal did they get at the world championships. You don't often – have to use or, or the opportunity to use who they beat in the wrestle off to to keep that streak intact. And I think in Burroughs you have to talk about that. Yeah. So no is is the is my answer. No one's had to uh, beat off that many guys. Uh, all right now that <laughs> on it. I hate all of you. Everyone watched the last episode of season one of Silicon Valley. I hate all of you. <laughs> Man, I don't understand what Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, clearly missed it. You didn't catch that. I'm checking to see about my fifth grade dare teacher's Twitter account. Oh, well, hopefully that's not one one of the guys that CP had to finish off. Then stop it. No, I hate you guys. Beat off, he said. Stop. (laughs) Oh, okay, I got it. Um, Chris Radke. Will. Oh, that sounds. A little too Will close to home. Will Flow ever do Division Two or Three college rankings? Well, we never have, but I won't say we never will. But I think people like Flow because um, it's authentic, and we don't try to BS. And none of us know anything about D two or D three wrestling, and we would want to do the job well. And you can't just say, "Oh, hey, Nomad, do D two rankings." That would yep. be like an insane ask. Yep. So. Open invitation. If you think you could do really good Division Two or Division Three rankings, hit me up. Legitimately, see what we can do. If you would do a good job and you're an expert about Division Two or Division Three, maybe we will do that. So I will not say never. Maybe this year will be the year. Uh, let's chat. But um, Wrestling Nomad is good at high school and college and international stuff. He's not good at D two or three. I, I do not have the capacity in my brain to add D two and D three. No. I'm sorry. For all the people who love D2 and D3, you're wonderful people. But I, You don't know that. I don't have <laughs> room don't know in the old people. old noggin. 
I, lo- I love the nomad like ex- it's like you know what I hope everyone's healthy it's like you know what D2 hope everyone people- gets to the tournament safely I don't think D2 or D3 people are evil people um, I think it's BS that you haven't gotten season tickets to every D2 and D2 you don't have any Warburg tickets do you even have a single Warburg ticket Lake Erie did a pretty cool uh, like oh dinner situation this is on Zeb's Twitter look it up alright um, shoot I accidentally opened something okay um this is this question really put me in a bind. Uh, from Will Uh-oh. Ferrero, would you rather have ten weights at the Olympics with eight competitors at each, or the current six weight system, <clears throat> men's freestyle? This really made me think and think and think, and I reached my conclusion. I would rather have ten weights with eight dudes than six with whatever. And I know that would mean some Americans maybe don't get in or whatever, but I think that is would be awesome. I just think having the ten weights every single year that continuity would be awesome so even though it's only eight hey man it's really hard to get to the olympics top eight only top eight make it and maybe we go to single bronze then hopefully can you imagine eight man bracket with double bronze that would be insane well i think if well if it was eight man bracket they would have to do round robin all right let's do a bracket no that would be stupid not as stupid as eight man round robin wrestle seven matches yes no, that's horrible. No, eight is fine. Why? We're like, Three these matches. are the best eight guys. Three matches. It's fine. Three matches no. is just fine. Then, but, okay, well, that's wrong. The seven matches determine the, best, the person with the best record or the highest whatever. Oh, yeah, that'll be the what points, a, what that's a, a win. What a climactic moment when they tally up the round robin. Well, having an eight-man bracket is really stupid. Um, really stupid. You will see it at Pan Am Games. You'll be like, man, this is this is stupid. We had eight-man brackets at Region B, and it was pretty awesome. It was really, really good region. <laughs> we had Manassas Park, Buffalo there. Gap, Strasburg, Brentsville, Clark County. It's pretty tough. I'm fine with Grundy situates. County, auction. No, Grundy was not. They were – they're down there in other part of the world, really. Okay. What, Willie, weigh in. Eight? Eight-man brackets? Forget it. It's eight-man bracket, obviously. But, like, would you rather do the ten with eight or the six with 16? Well – I, I would rather do the six with 16 because I want to see a tournament, but I hate six weights. It's adject disaster, but also the math is off there. Like six times 16 is 96. Eight times 10 is 80. So nine man, eight, eight times, eight times 10, you're losing guys. Um, I would beg for four more per bracket and have a 10 man bracket. Well, it sounds like it'd be two more per bracket. There's eight. Oh, yeah, ten, uh, two more. Yep. Let's do that. Okay. Seven. Go back to seven weights. That was perfect. But the weight distribution should mm. be better. But seven weights was great. This person is trying to divide this family, and I'm not going to have it. I'm going to read it what? As, as a warning to any of you that are trying to split this family up. Oh, Veronica yeah. snyder Live, which <laughs> at Infinite KBDR. Which sounds pretty dangerous, yeah. but you can't give yourself. Kyle, did you give this person an infinite KBDR? No. Therefore, it's a fake KBDR and we W zero. So only one person can give the Kyle Bracky danger rating. And spoiler alert, it's Kyle Bracky, not Veronica Snyder Live. And the question this fraud asks, which FRL host is the most expendable? How dare you? Nobody's How, How dare, dare you try to break this family up, to try to divide us? You know what? This you is unifying us. No, look. We all love each other, right? You know, we don't want to beat each other. Uh, Willie. 
But you know what? I was going to say the same thing. It's so funny you say that. I was going to say the same thing. Wow. I was kind of thinking it too. <laughs> did anybody get Did anybody get what Veronica I was wins. trying to do there? Yeah, we all. It was like yeah. Chenzo. Wait. When Chenzo was like, oh, no, you know, we don't really have any rivals. You know, we just want to be a rowdy. Definitely Ohio State though. Yeah. That was funny. But I did not actually pick up that that's what you were doing. Um. This was the hot topic at my place of work. Are Cheetos chips? What? Absolutely not. Mm. They're they're not chips. Where do you work mm. where there are people that think Cheetos are chips? Chips are chips. Chips? Chips are chips. Like potato chips. No, I probably think Cheetos are like our sandwich. Cheetos <laughs> are like Cheetos are like uh I think Cheetos are a hot dog. <laughs> Signed Wrestling Nomad. Well, okay, so well. Now hold on, let's think about <laughs> no this man. now. He's not ready to rule. Are that Cheetos out. a hot dog? Curly fries. Are still fries? They're just curly. So are Cheetos curly chips? They're not curly. No, they're not curly. They're, they're these. Not... They're rods, essentially. Yeah. What am I thinking of then? They're snack rods. The what are the curly? <laughs> what are the curly ones that we have over in Snack Nation? Snack rods. They're Fritos. 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 <laughs> Fritos. Yeah. Fritos. Wow. How do you not know this? As the resident. Snack oh, I don't eat a lot of Cheetos. I don't think I eat any Cheetos. Apparently. <laughs> All right, Kelly Howard, father of Robert, and overall nice guy. Oh, that asks, should be good. What was Willie at Flo's biggest airport slash travel screw up? Uh, I don't know that I've ever had a bad one. I, I feel like Willie. I'm but always I, like he's missing this flight, and he makes them pretty regularly. Were you talking Willie about on Twitter that you would either go to the airport a day late or a day early? Um. Did you ever go to the wrong airport? <clears throat> No. Wow. Nope. That never happened. But one time I did for real, like I was traveling so much and I don't know, working so much, I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. I went to the airport <laughs> and they were like, yeah, your flight's tomorrow. I was like, dang it. How about today? I was like, I, I was like no, no, it's not. It's today. <laughs> they were like, they're like, no, look, it's tomorrow. And I was like, crap, that was a waste of an Uber. Uh, how did you possibly argue that with them? Yeah, I love the argument. Because I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't make that mistake, and I made that mistake. Holmes and Vinny one time went to the wrong Dallas airport. Oh yeah, they yes. went to Love Field. They didn't know there was two. Yeah, there's two, and they're both big. Yeah. Okay, so not that bad. Not that bad. Good job. Mine was definitely and then, missing my Vegas flight. And Vinny, how'd you miss your Vegas flight? So remember, two years it? ago. There was a Women's and Greco Open that Bader and I went to in Vegas, December 2016. Uh-huh. Okay, so that was two weeks after CKLV. So my my two flights that were right next to each other were both from Vegas. And when I went to look at my itinerary, I looked at my CKLV itinerary from two weeks prior. Oh. So I was like, oh, oh I can wait. leave in – an hour or two, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, and I had a much earlier flight to leave from the open than I had to leave from uh, from CKLV. Man, so I missed it, and then I ended up in SeaTac, which is Seattle Tacoma Airport. Don't which call it is C-Tac. that's not real. That's what that's, that's what's called. Anyway, Who's which is farther case? away from Austin. For those of you who are bad at geography, like something you need a vaccination for. Are your ZTAC vaccinations correct? And I ended up getting home a full 24 hours later than I was originally supposed to. Okay. That um, was bad. That wait, I have, I have two. I have actually two oh, wait, that I messed more. up on. 
one time, this was before I worked at Flow, but at Fargo, I got real banged up on the last night. Oh my gosh, shocker! That's that's so weird. And, and the la and <laughs> I went to the airport and I fell asleep. I was waiting for my flight and I fell asleep. <laughs> and I was so I was so asleep that I just woke up like eight hours later. I was like, what happened? Where are we? And yeah, I don't know. Then I had to get, then I get home. The war, actually the worst, the worst one in history, in the flow history, I believe. Is in the bathroom got... of the, of the plane. Oh my God. That woke actually up and happened. Bu- oh my gosh. Not me. It was Bader. Did I ever tell this story on the air? Oh my! I don't know if you should. Well, it's it's not that bad, but it's like so. Me and Beta were at a tournament. I don't know what tournament. I think it might have been a. Irrelevant. It was either a Vegas. It was either a Vegas trip or an overseas trip. It was a longish flight, and Bader. Me and Bader got banged up the night before because that's what we do, and, but I I was fine. I was like, ready to go, and Bader. It was like hurting, and I see him. He reaches. He's his eyes are closed, and he's reaching in the pocket of the thing of the seat in front of me. I don't know. I think he was looking for the puke bag. I don't know what he was doing, but anyway, he starts sweating profusely, uh, and then he goes to the. Then he goes to the. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom, and like twenty minutes, I'm like, what is he? I keep looking back. I'm like, is he alive? And on the on the intercom comes. Uh-oh. They can't land. We need a. Do we have? Is there any medical person? Is there any doctors on the plane? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, Peter's really bad. I'm like, this is bad. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> and I'm looking back, and and I don't know. Like two hours later, Bader comes back, and I'm like, Bader, what happened? And he's like. He's like, I was like, was that you? He's like, no, it was some old big lady. Like, she couldn't breathe or something. I'm like, well, where were you? He was like, she fell down right in front of the bathroom door. I stayed two hours. I was in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't get a run starting her door. I was like, the door would open. Oh, my. (laughs) It wasn't. He's like, he was peeking out the door every five minutes. Better. Although. Spin zone. Can you imagine you had an emergency situation? You needed to use the restroom, and the there was a blockade. You couldn't yeah. get there unless you could really hurdle. And you cannot. Your vertical is severe. at altitude. People don't realize you cannot jump as high. So you might think you could get over the big lady, but it's not. You might not be able to. That is a great Dang. story. I don't know how I've never heard it. Poor guy. We have two Bracky stair counselors. One of them is a picture of Kyle Bracky, which means I no, that's wrong. I'm, I can't be the dare. He's counselor. not the counselor. Kyle he was not his the counselor. counselor. The first person had just that that fat kid in the singlet picture at first. I was like, change it. Then he changed it to like the Ben Stein guy. Like, change it to like a mustache. now it's like a cop guy, like you suggested. Yeah, I had to. I really had to handhold this process. Should I send him a picture of my fifth grade dare counselor? Yes, <laughs> if you have that, I, I'm sure uh, you're. Your mother is probably listening. She normally does, so maybe she can. I know who it is. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's small-town living. It is. (laughs) 
somehow there's not a lot of pictures on the internet of people wearing dare shirts, although there is this one of what oh. looks like a crackhead with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking in a dare shirt. All right. Um, all now right. we're down the dare rabbit hole. We're down the dare rabbit hole. I swore we wouldn't do that this week, but once again, we find ourselves down the dare rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't know why they have the gun. All right, last question. Did you see... Did you see the new photo of Kyle Bradkey's fifth grade dare teacher? With a mustache guy? Yeah, you told him he needs a mustache, and boy, <laughs> does he have a mustache. He's got a big one. All right, Sheep Squatch. With Makai Lewis coming out last year and surprising everyone with his run at Nationals, which freshman do you think could make a similar run? Oh, boy. I don't know. Aaron Brooks. No. Aaron Brooks. Maybe. Aaron Brooks, yeah. Aaron I don't Aaron Brooks is not going to wrestle this year. But it would have to be somebody that's a red shirt gray shirt, right? Yeah. Makai was a red shirt. Hmm. I don't Man, know. I don't think Sasso maybe. Sasso or Brayton. Jacory Keener. Though, would, I, about David Carr. David Carr. Those are Brayton Lee. But the only thing I I feel like they got so much shine as a high schooler as a red yeah. shirt. But Kai didn't get that much shine, so like, if if Sammy Sasso had Makai's year last year, where he had a two-loss season, he wrestled, well, I, you know, he wrestled in the ACC. If Sammy right. Sasso had Makai's year last year, we wouldn't have been that surprised. It would have been surprising. He knocks off the defending champ. Yeah. Knocks off the bull. Okay, but it wouldn't have been that surprising. I think I think a lot of Makai's surprise had to do with uh, his his clout, his popularity. Yeah, um, he didn't do as much of the off off season freestyle type stuff as yeah. Sasso Lee Carr, insert big name. Uh, hey, this hey. popped in my head. Do, is there going to be – are we going to enter an era where there are going to be fewer undefeated champs? Does that make sense? Like more guys who are prone – and not like 12 losses, but like more guys who are prone to be like three or four loss guys in regular season, but they're the best guy and they're going to win so. the Blaze. Yeah, I just think there's – so many of these weights have three, four, or five good guys that they're going to lose matches. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't think they're gonna. We we kind of been spoiled with the Dakes and the Taylors and Nolfs Nichols um, that just mollywop everybody. Uh, And I don't know. In in addition to your question, I think it's a very good point, Nomad. In addition to your question, are we gonna see less three timers? I mean, yeah. three-timers has been growing on trees lately. Yeah, there's quite a few. Okay. With three-timers, let's go. Solid show. Fun times. Kyle, our main man in the back, feel free to play us out. If you want to <clears> just <throat> tell us if the music is playing, because I won't know, potentially. Hey, kids. Even come on the God Voice if you want, uh, Kyle. Uh, but, yeah. Music or not, thank you guys for listening to episode 388 and all these other episodes before. Because we know all of you has, have listened to every single one because mm-hmm. you love wrestling so much. Um, we will be back next Tuesday. Tuesday. Right? Yep. Right? 
Ben Askren fights really soon. Where are you going, Kyle? I'll be in Dallas at the opening with Colby Paxton of Full Football. What? Oh, opening school. What? What? Hey, guys. So, next week, well, like, next weekend's Russian Nationals, so we'll be doing some Russian National stuff. And then weekend after that is Yasardogu, Yashardo. So we'll be doing some stuff about that, and you guys are going to be really excited because there's some cool stuff that's going to happen at Yashar Doe that you're going to find out about soon. Live on and then, Wrestling. Yeah, Live on Flow Wrestling. And then we're starting to get Fargo rosters coming in. So we're going to be putting Fargo rosters up on the site, and we're going to have Fargo. So you guys are about to have a really cool bout next three weeks. It's you're garbage. Really that you'll like it. It's Willie, is it not garbage that he'll call it Yashar Doe, but he won't call it Fargo? It is. Totally, totally inconsistent. You got him Canada, pronouncing it Yasher Doe. You got Spay putting little accent marks on it. <laughs> Diacriticals. I'm still oh upset about God. the the U and your Regan. Yeah, me too. At least call it Farjo. Uh, thanks so much, guys. See you next Tuesday. Not Kyle. Boom. <laughs>